Hello and welcome to episode 23 of Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes and this is my podcast. Now, before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode with Megan. If you are one of those people, I hope that you enjoyed the conversation and I'm really glad that you all decided to come back. That was really nice of you. But for those of you who are new to the show, Don't worry, I'm glad you're here too. Everybody's cool. You're all great. Feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Now, I got two motherfuckers on the show today. These two dudes that you could probably see on the little picture that's by the audio playing before you clicked it is AJ and Nelson from the band Save Us from the Archon. And aside from being insane, insane guitar players, they are just two really fucking funny dudes. Just really cool, really chill. I've known them for a long time. Was in a band with them a few years ago. And uh, yeah, we're going to get into all that during the talk. So whatever. AJ and Nelson from Save Us from the Archon on the show today gonna be dope so sit back relax and let's start the motherfucking bait So, welcome, fuckers. Hi. What's good? You said fuckers. We can swear. <laughs> we can swear. Totally. Uh, I'm really stoked to have you guys over. We haven't, haven't like seen you guys or hung out in a while. It's been a while. Maybe like in passing outside the moose when you're like playing a show. Southside. You're but, always like, on the bus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I live right up the street, so you know, be coming from work and stuff. So, what the fuck has been going on with your band? It seems like you're making some moves, you're doing some things, some maybe, moves. I don't know. Tell me about it. Well, <laughs> Wait, let's not rush into it, Brian. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's take it back. We, we did our album, uh, named Thereafter, and we put it out five months ago. And we're going to start making some videos. Okay. Um, because... I wanted to get into film for quite a while. I saw the film uh, video that you guys put out. Do you want to do more like artsy shit like that? Uh, yeah, yeah. I would, I would like to. Emma, this girl, uh, Emma, who goes to school in California to be a DOP, which is director of photography, and she's like amazingly talented. And she just, um, she has like an old Canon camera, and we shot the video for uh, Days Length and with her on that on the spot, kind of with barely any idea like what we were doing she just came over our house like i think two days with a budget of like 15 (laughs) dollars fake blood that nelson got to just no it looked sweet no that turned out cool thanks man she has she did a lot of fast cuts and she's really very talented so i'm i'm gonna try my hand at directing okay now so i picked up a canon t3i 600d okay so you have nothing else better to spend your money on nothing really (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, you search eBay for a while, and I was looking around, and I wanted to, I want to do some black and white shooting. Okay. Colors really, colors hard to like get a grasp on the technical aspect to make it all for continuity's sake. It's so hard to work with color, and I like black and white. Like, hold yeah, on. black and white's easier. You don't got to worry about, you know, your saturations and your tones yeah. and things like that. Yeah. yeah. All of which those words that I will learn once my camera comes in here. <laughs> but I have a vague idea. Well, you'll figure for. it out if you put any amount of time, like an equal amount of time that you put into guitar playing into figuring that out. You'll yeah, I'd like, it out. I'd like to do to film what we're trying to do to music. And I don't know how to describe that. But I have some... You don't know how to describe what you're trying to do to music? or It's an film? undescribable thought. It's yeah, well, I, I mean, you guys have uh, progressively right. gotten more and more fucked up we as tried. the years have gone. We tried to. Yeah, no, it, you're succeeding we, in that. Yeah, it, and it, but it fucked off. up in a good way. Like yeah. I think it's. I mean, it's definitely you're uh, you're walking this fine line between I think people that can get it and people that can't. Yeah, we definitely, especially with a new record, we put a lot of empty space on it, and we tried to um, because our music tends to be frantic and all over the place so in between we tried to put a lot of ambience and like yeah slower to reverse uh reverse loops and odd st unsettling things that it, most um the the modern youth with their ADD <laughs> and the tension span shorter than well yeah it's a lot to take in but like seeing you guys live is the shit just because of how like it's passionate it seems, especially for as much as you guys are doing, it's cool. It's like, you know, you're thrashing around, you're getting into it. And it's like, uh, try. you definitely, it's one of those things that I feel you have to see because it's just so much different from the recordings. Just like, there's something that's just visual about just even watching it yeah. without like any sort of like artsy visual that for me makes it a lot cooler yeah. of an experience. And we've played live before in the past, Brian, remember yeah. Do you remember the days? Yes. So what's left of her days? Yeah, of course. Did you see my tattoo? Do we want to get into that? Work? Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, wow. Your artwork is on me, Brian. I didn't see that. That's a revelation. Wow. That's a really good job, oh. yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it's not the exact picture because it was, um, it was really, like, layering. Oh, absolutely. But it, yeah, it was, no, it was but that's rad. Hard. Yeah, it's, it's oh, a yeah. red wolf, too. Yeah, I know. Nelson doesn't that... think wolves can be red. <laughs> they could be red. You, they can, thank sure you, they Brian. But, uh. They can be red. But yeah, in the right environment and conditioning, <laughs> how the wolf was brought up as a youth, his mother's breast milk, all the these all fit factor in to its ultimate fur color. Well, so, yeah. Anyways, of course I remember the what's left of her days. Those were good times. The best. How do you guys? Times. You nostalgic. Oh, no. oh, you remember those we days? We listened to a few of the tracks last night. It was kind of. We we bumped a lot of them. It was it was weird. Yeah, like, I what were we doing? yeah I recently listened to uh, the perception stuff because I, I put it up on YouTube. Yeah. So right. I listened through it just because I wanted to. And you know some of it's really cool. Some of it's not so cool. Yeah. At the time it was all rad it. though. I love so it though. it's it's a novelty and it's it's definitely. I think it for where we were all at in that time frame, I think it's pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. For where we were at then, I mean, yeah. that was four years ago. That was? Maybe a little bit over, that was 2010, son. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm old. You're old. We're old. Get the fuck out of here with that. <laughs> but, um, I remember even before I was in the band seeing what's left of her before AJ was in the band and just being like, 
these kids are fucking I insane. That. I remember that. Really going to the old shows. No, I thought that you guys were when Sam really, really had something. Like it was definitely everything back then. Looking back at it now, sucked. But you guys <laughs> were still Samantha. definitely like way above what everybody else was doing. I think like just musically and the performance. Like you guys sounded really, really good live. You had decent enough recordings compared to everybody else at the time. And, uh, <laughs> the old Macy and days. We had, no, it was uh, awesome. I remember I was the first time I saw you guys, uh, was in, uh, wherever the fuck it was at. Was it the like, soccer place. Yeah. In, was, like, like Norway or wherever the fuck yeah, that was. Whenever I met, uh, AJ too. We all met that day. Yeah. yeah. And I was just so blown away by how young you guys were. I was like, holy shit. I was blown away that there were no soccer balls in the soccer <laughs> arena. Because there were nets, like, either side, and, like, 20 people there. But, uh, let's get, let's backtrack a bit then. So, when did you start playing guitar, Nelson? Uh, I was, like, seven. My cousin gave me, like, an old acoustic out of his trunk. And, I don't know, I really looked up to him. So, it was kind of something that I tried to mess around with. And I just started, like learning the stupid pop punk records I was listening to by year. So what was the, uh, like, what was your first favorite band? <laughs> Probably like the starting line. Okay. Heat and Cambria. Okay. That makes um, sense. Yeah. I don't know. What about you, AJ? When did you start? Uh, like the same time, you know, sort of like talked about this before, like just age eight being bored. And then what was the first stuff it? you were listening to? Uh, the wall. I don't know, actually. Like, because there's this gap of, like, what I listen to now and, like, like what did you first listen to, which was, like, a cassette tape of Britney Spears? Yeah, well, yeah, sure. It was, like, the Backstreet And Boys I can't, single. like, I can't place, like, the first, like, what I would consider real band because it's somewhere between Britney Spears and Circa Survive. So I okay. can't remember it was in between there. Yeah. So I usually just started Circa. Okay. I mean, I doubt Circa Survive was the first band you listened to. I know, you're not that's that why I get mad. I get so mad. I'm like, maybe it was like Escape the Fate that, uh, <laughs> the one when Ronnie Rag, he was still in it doing like... Alright, so, now, what are you trying to do? That's a good question. I don't think we've it's ever hard. answered that, ever. Now? Yeah, like I mean, is, your write, is the writing process still the same as it was... Back when it, we were doing what's left of her, he's still doing like the guitar pro stuff or pretty much, we yeah. It, we use it a lot like looser now. Okay. Um, Bounce ideas off each other. Pretty a much. lot of times, like with the what's left of her stuff, we would write it like on the computer, like just with no, sure. with no other like guitar in the room or whatever, just you know, program music. And then now it's become more of like a just flesh things out on guitar and then go into the program with it yeah it seems like to the stuff that you're doing is so busy that like programming it would be entirely too meticulous and time consuming yeah, yeah. like you're probably better off just playing it over it's, and over again and figuring it out yeah it's we use guitar pro as a not to help us right but more to like write it down more of like a like a lyricist like a would use a notebook yeah. for the lyrics because it's it's literally like mentally impossible to remember what we just played or like Sure. Yeah, it's it's there. We we smoke too much for that. We smoke too much. It's like it's gone. It's like a fleeting. We have to capture it. How often do you guys pro. write? Do um, you guys write together a lot? Do you write separately? Do you just jam um, stuff usually out? Usually write separately. We've written usually together separate. before. 
And that, um, yeah, that's always fun, but it's it all... Is, it turns out interesting whenever we do that. Akiki but... was the last one, but... Yeah. With, uh, with Devin and Sam, uh, how do they play into the parts? Because, like, with the stuff you're doing, I'm always really curious about music that gets uh, technically intense to a level where there's so much going on as you guys have. Like, do you just have these, like intense guitar parts and then you give it to Devin like figure well, it out or we'll do you kind of have outline. like a rough idea we have an outline and we show it to Devin and then Devin will make it his own because he's got his own style and then and maybe like once he starts playing it you go on top of that and just kind of keep yeah, working it yeah, like he, bouncing um, off each other he just, yeah he just goes off well we have a basic idea whenever we write pretty much which might be different from other bands but we, when we write something we already know what it is like the whole band spectrum is already written in our head if we just have to get get it all down yeah because it doesn't part. really seem like that stuff is like the kind of stuff you could just jam on like let's feel out this part for a little yeah, bit it's, because it's you have parts and... that only go for a few bars and then that's it yeah. it's done it's not coming back i, I try to know <laughs> but yeah they'll they'll take it they'll make it their own um sam does the same for bass and then um me and nelson usually pretty um we'll just we'll just have it we can we could play anything each other, right? We like to challenge each other. Yeah. So it, it's not. It's it rough sometimes. We'd never have a conversation. It's like Nelson, can you play this part? Like, is that okay with you? I'm like, this is the part. Nelson, learn it now. Do you ever? Do, do you ever come across anything when you're writing that you're like, this is too ridiculous? Like, not from like a technical <laughs> standpoint. Like something you could play, but you're like, can we get away no, with this? Yeah. Uh... I mean, I feel like that's the whole idea that we had in the first place was, like, where's that line and why does it exist? We're still like, trying sure. to find that. We, we, there's not a single part, at least for, I feel like Nelson's the same way that we've written, that's like, we shouldn't, can't do that. Yeah, we're because, like, I mean, it's really hard uh, sometimes, and you guys are really good about not crossing this line. Like, you're really tasteful with keeping everything, like, it sounds classy. Like, you could easily, like, go off into some, like, goofy time signature and make it all wacky and, like, oh, wow, this sounds crazy. But yeah. it's, like, your stuff's not crazy for, like, crazy. Your stuff's crazy, like, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> we've, but, got, like, we've got more melodic is a lot of... Yeah, yeah. Use, like, a lot of, a lot of techie stuff can, can be, like, discordant and just super metal or atonal or something like that. And um, we've just been aiming for melody because melody Genre-wise, is, is there any sort of, like genre or outrageous subgenre that you're aiming for or do you because i've noticed definitely that you've gone from more of uh metal since what's left of her obviously yeah. to metal. a more like i don't know it's like a more of like a math rock kind of thing that's, but i don't yeah, know if that's exactly what you're I trying to like do what, it is, is like, what i try to do is just make aggressive music that's still melodically coherent and like just make it move throughout as like any normal song would that wouldn't be considered metal. Just, uh, I don't know, dive into the parts a lot more. Do you get mad if somebody like calls what you're doing metal or if they say like, oh, that's not metal? Know, or I mean, just kind of like. Metal's so vague. Metal yeah, sure. could be I don't have Aussie. A, it could be. We don't I think, I don't think we have a word fancy. that we try to go for like genre wise, but. Do you get a... Uh, it doesn't upset us whenever other people have ideas. Call it it's actually, it's pretty fun. Yeah, I get... We lay, yeah, we we're very, we're very optimistic. Those, <laughs> those new labels, we're like the post-ironic beard core. Was yeah, that was funny. <laughs> we don't really have beards, we more have mustaches. Yeah. If anything. The, um... So you guys have been playing out a ton. And yeah, you've gotten great. to play in different cities and kind of feel out different scenes of people and things like that. 
how has that been compared to the past couple years, just as far as uh, playing in Pittsburgh versus meeting new people in different places? Do you feel like other people were getting it more, or is it more of just like a show-by-show um, kind of thing? It just depends. I mean, it's refreshing to get um, see new things and stuff, but it's just from place to place. It just matters on you know promotion, and you know we're not so known everywhere, so it really depends on how the scene is where yeah. we are. And you know, you cater to a really small demographic of people that are trying to listen to like that crazy shit. And I suffer from that too with Sykes. Like, who the fuck wants to hear what I'm doing? Like, okay, yeah, but it's, it's like some to, like, it's but it, for the little people. I mean, I just do it because it, it makes yeah. me happy. Like, I don't fucking care. Yeah, exactly. that's why we do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's. I mean, it's what we like. We've been, you know, you guys have been doing this stuff. I mean. Save Us from the Archon and What's Left of Her are two different things. But you've kind of been pushing for the kind of music that you want to write for almost as long as I have been, too, with Sykes. It's like the only reason exactly. we're still doing this is because we're passionate about exactly. it. Exactly. You know, we're still trucking through. There's definitely not much money in there. No, fuck definitely no. Definitely a lot of... Fuck no. We, um, we were going to... We just went on a 21-day tour um, nationally all the way to... We went as far as... Where's the where's the fancy place in Cali? Uh, Monterey, so Bay. Monterey Bay. Okay. Not like the not like the Monrovia Mall like yeah. food place. <laughs> we were in the Monterey Bay with the fish, not the fish sign. Yeah. But um, that was a very classy place. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty uh, oh ritzy God. there. That's where the old folk go to die in ah. California. Beautiful. Ah. It was nice. Them and their deaths. Yes. So beautiful. Um, oh. going, <laughs> getting back into genres and stuff like that playing out a lot in different cities and even here do you guys get people that come up to you like oh that's dope it reminds me of this and this and this and you just get like these whacked yeah, combinations yeah, definitely. of bands definitely. oh are... wait the, the one guy said we sounded it was this older man with like big thick rim glasses and he was like at um one of our shows in california fresno maybe and uh he said he was an older guy he said we he said you guys sounded like genesis crashing into metallica <laughs> I was like, yeah, yes, that's cool. That's what I was thinking of. I couldn't think of the second part. The Genesis. Crashing into Metallica, and that's like, I think that was the best thing that anyone's ever. Said that's to pretty me intense. About him, I love the man. I yeah, just, he was like smoking a joint outside the place too. He was so ripped. He was just having a great time. I love that man. Yeah, I, it's funny whenever you do uh, music that's really unique, and people can't quite put their finger on it, but they try so hard and they reach outside of that hat and they pull out things like that yeah it's, it's definitely I mean, fun we had a good time in cali it was a lot different from pittsburgh pittsburgh's um dark dreary oh, sure like it's i a, spent some time in san francisco <laughs> over like the it? summer is okay we, we had up san fran right no we were in like la we were in san something San, San Antonio, Texas. <laughs> we were in Texas. We hmm. Fresno. Where where did we stay with uh stay with Shane at Sacramento. Sacramento. Sacramento was cool. We spent a day there and Sac got to hang out with uh, Will Swan from Dance Gavin Dance. For oh, a little okay. Bit. We popped by his crib for a second. And we're hanging out with like Hail the Sun and shit. So we got a tour of old uh old. Sacramento. Old, it was called Old Town or something. Old Town Sacramento or something. It's like throwback, no cars, horse and buggy. Like I think I was driving. <laughs> is it like a tourist thing or is that yeah, just how completely? Okay. It's also where the artery, um, the like office. the office is, uh, is in the middle of this like old town, 
like tourist uh, attraction spot. Weird. It's yeah. very weird. That's real weird. <laughs> and, uh, I remember driving the van next to a horse and just getting so mad. It's like, God damn it, why do I have to be next to a horse? It's a giant van we drive, but actually, we did break down once. Where was that at? Uh, we were driving on I-30 and, where was it? It wasn't Nevada, it was like mm -hmm. after Nevada. Michigan. We Michigan were in uh, Muskegon. Well, you made it back, so that's good. We did, well, but we, we were did. we're in the farthest lane left of traffic, right? <laughs> and our brake line And the brake line goes out, because apparently a hole was sprung. So Devin's driving, he's, um... And he's just got his headphones and he's listening to music. And we're just we're just zoned out. I'm like half asleep. Uh, and then Devin's just like, he rips a headphone out of his ear. And he's like, Van, like the brakes aren't working. Right. And he's just pumping the brakes. And, and I, we're all just like, what? And then there's a red light up ahead like 100 feet. So we're going directly. And there's cars stopped, of course. And we're in the farthest left lane, of course. So Devin just whips it over two lanes to the right. Like, I don't know how he avoided cars. And then we ended up um, having to pull over on the side of the road, eventually using the e-brake, and um, got out and screamed. And then, you know, it was, we were so close, <laughs> so close. Because we, we called that the van was going to break down, like we didn't not know. We knew it was going to break down. But then it made it so far. We made it so far. I thought it was, was, was going to be the furthest point west, day, yeah. but uh, we sure. only ended up missing one house show, which we super bummed at. And actually, when we got the hotel, we kept hitting people up on the, there was a Facebook page where we're like, if you guys want to like pick us up from this hotel and gear share we'll like we'll party but but instead we ended up watching the jersey shore love that shit for like fueled a new addiction for like four hours I uh -huh. love. have you seen the jersey shore dude no i never watched it god damn you do you like comedy humor it's, it's fucking amazing these characters you fall in love with them episode one we're just in the hotel room that's all that's on that's all that's on brian it was a sad day we had to walk to mcdonald's to <laughs> stay alive same at McDonald's like twice in one day. Living the dream. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's the luxury. We were just like deliriously angry, like slap happy at that point. <laughs> the the tow truck that picked us up could only take two people. Yeah. So it was so, yeah. um Devin and Sam, and then me and Nelson were stuck at the Sunoco for a good like four hours. Just loitering. We'd like buy something every hour just to, just to chill. I called been a there. taxi, and then it like took like three hours to get there oh really yeah. Be yeah because we of course we break down in the middle of an like the national motorcycle show of muskegon apparently it's famous i can't remember what it's called it's just like bike we, week there it's like it's like... it's famous for motorcyclists and we saw gangs of bikes while we were just stranded it was so weird it's just <laughs> we had to spend weird. like three hundred dollars on a motel six for the night because everything was booked oh up. my god yeah and then um we were gonna come up money wise from our um from the whole tour, but then the van ended up costing about eleven hundred. All of our money, yep. in like basically, literally, hours. like to the to the T plus to the last dollar. Like we paid cash and like had our merch money, and it amounted to I had to like throw like sixteen dollars on it too. That uh, fucking sucks. Yeah, but yeah, uh, but it, the breaks were good time though. So, you know. Yeah, we had, a, we had a good time. Memories. I think. Yeah, Stories I think I remember. Tell. We waited in the because they they might have like not even got to the van to get it fixed. And we were just waiting there for like eight, nine hours. And I think I remember, I think I saw Sam die for a second. She just, she was just sitting there waiting and you could just tell she just, Oh, I feel like, yeah, I feel gone. like it'd be pretty heavy on her more than anyone else. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sam's a champ, man. Yeah. She, she, <laughs> she's resilient. Sam's Very the best resilient. of them. You seriously, she stuck it out, man. 21 days with us. Yeah, us Doing the things people. we do. 
living the lives we lead. Uh, so Brian she, knows a little. She's been hanging out with you oh, yeah. turds long <laughs> enough. She knows what's up. She knew up. what she was getting into before we left for a tour. <laughs> Sam would be chilling. She'd be like, I can't even think about the amount of days it is because it's too long to think about it. It's like, good. Don't think about it. We just went. So you did it. Yeah, All right. A lot of fun. So let's talk about the recording process for you guys. Oh, fun. Because I want to talk about that. Okay, well, basically, I just have a rig in my bedroom, um, and we can record whenever we want. Yeah. And it's a pain. It's painful. We don't... <laughs> That's yeah. why it's, I, I don't know. Well, it's, cool. it's never like, woo, we're going to record. It's like, well, this is, okay. Huh. So this is, this is my thing with you guys is because you don't track Devin's drums, no. right? But he's perfectly capable of playing them. Yeah. And I know it's it, it just, it's, than... and I understand, trust me. I know recording drums is a pain in the ass. It is. It is. It's a but there are people that can do this. And I feel like your recordings would be so fucking gnarly if That's you had true. Devin playing on them. There's just like we need a, we need a I'm not here to like studio. yell at you guys, but I'm gonna yell at you for whatever the we fuck you guys do next. That's the next step with our whatever you fucking do next. If there isn't live drums on it, I'm gonna we'll hold you come just, choke you guys. We'll hold you to it. Know, just, or, or we'll tell you they're real and we'll just you'll be like yeah. motherfucker. They sound like I can real. tell. <laughs> Like, <laughs> the, the drums don't sound we'll bad, it's, but it's just like, there's like, there's things that I know Devin can do, just accents and tones and oh, things Jesus. you can't yeah. fucking it's program, actually, man. I know. Yeah, it's, when we play live, actually, we, and this goes for all of us, we tend to not play the same set the same ever twice, and that's for, um, for the main reason, along as to get down with the feels and for the, um, yeah. their quality and everything, but live, uh, yeah, we just... Even me and Nelson just end up doing most of the time, whatever. That's another thing, too, bringing me back to what I was saying, why it's so exciting to watch you guys, is because of how raw it is and how it's just, like, what the fuck? And, like, and like, but the recordings tend to be a little bit more meticulous, which I get. Yeah, like, we you want to like, You want to, like, make sure everything sounds right and you're getting your point across. Yeah. That... But I feel like if it had, like, a little bit of more, like, that raw energy to it, some yeah. live drums and maybe not oh, so much, always, like, uh, concern for, like, all of the, like, quantizing and, like, syncopation yeah. of everything and making it perfect because it's just, like... If we if we had money, it'd be, it wouldn't even be a question, but we, um, we usually tend to stray away from the, like, kickstarters or um, oh sure whatever we believe well i mean yeah like i mean it's it's rough the there's there's ethics behind that stuff if yeah. you want to get into I mean, that part of it is like it you get so excited whenever you start writing like for something new and then like you know having it right there at your fingertips like i'll just go into tracking something oh yeah you, like i don't have a plan for what it's going to be for if we try but to then record it's done yeah. and it's you know it's like well what do you do from there like you don't want to wait forever to just yeah my thing let things sit. yeah like whenever I got the live band for Sykes, I like having that same control too of being able to like just pull up something I could start recording yeah. work on stuff edit things at my fingertips but exactly I have a drummer let's record these fucking drums so yeah. basically I just track the live drums and then I get those tracks and then I record everything else oh, on yeah. top of them. Yeah, if we if we went to a real studio, I mean, you guys get great guitar tones and everything sounds sick. It's just yeah, like we, live drums. I want to hear live drums. That's all I want to hear. We would too. We, we did too. We would. If we actually work with a producer, I feel like they hate us so much because we spend so much time trying to get it to almost like 
robot-like, like, perfection that we just... It would take, so it would cost so much money. We'd be in the studio, and the producer would be just like, God damn, these but guys... But, I mean, it doesn't need to be perfect, though. Do you feel like mm. music has to be perfect? It doesn't uh, have... It depends on what we're know. going for, yeah. When, when we need it to be, it needs to be. And we're very, well, I mean, like, it definitely... Cast... I mean, there's a lot going on with what you're doing. I didn't mean to cut you off. There's a lot going on musically with what you're doing. A lot of notes and things that if they're a little bit off, it's going to sound like... But... But if it's we would on, it's it going to be perfect. The problem, yeah. Well, no, I mean, so I understand why. We would so, notice it. We're well, so no. hard. Well, on that's what I'm saying. I mean, there's things that like, if it's a little off, you're going to tell, and it's going to be really easy because you yeah. have a lot going on really close together, really fast. So those parts need to be tight, and yeah. I get that. But at the same time, like letting it loosen up, I guess it's a little bit more complicated with what you guys are doing because I've never yeah. written music that's like. <laughs> It's, it's not my thing, so. It's, it's, but it's always a mystery. We, just curious about know. like your ideals on perfection in music and recording, and it, it's mainly if it's just not us. perfect. I'll probably like Nelson will change it if I record a I guitar would never part. Be okay like okay with myself. There have been parts we've like I've recorded a track, and like I'm like, dude, that was that was so good, and Nelson's like, yeah, no, dude, he's like, he's just, I'm just gonna re-record that over yeah. then. And then it's like, it's that bad. It's probably a little bit of that's the OCD, thing. Well, but... that's another thing too, that benefits from having an outside producer. If you are able to find somebody that gives a fuck, yeah. somebody that could be like, dude, Actually, that was good. Dave Mazisco. Yeah. Our, our, buddy, buddy, our good buddy, Dave, crazy Dave, we call him. <laughs> Cause he's, he spills drinks all the time and he's just, he always has he makes such no, insightful points. His favorite website is gayhoopla.com. Okay. Not to be confused with straight hoopla, but I'm giving him a shout-out here, because, A, I think he'd appreciate it, and B, because our last EP, we did an EP once, and we never, like, we never, it's just me and Nelson, basically, when we record. Yeah. So, um, it's it's just us listening, and, like, if we listen to something we've done a million times, like, it just becomes, we yeah. can't even tell anymore, and then Dave was just drunk the one night, helping us mix, because we, yeah. we just did Cubase, <laughs> and Dave's like, you need the hi-hat better. And then we're like, okay, okay, Dave, like, shut up. He's like, hit the snare less times. Give the drums to the bass, Dave said. Of words I'll never forget. He's a, God, he's just, they gotta, he's gotta enroll. He wants to be a a mailman, which is, that's great. He should really, (laughs) he should really be in the fortune cookie business. It just getting drunk and writing these fortune cookies, I think is what he'd be best suited at. But, but he kind of helped us the one day. He was a new set of years and he, I swear to God for our EP, he actually did like, help makes it a little bit better. yeah he did a little bit he did we will never credit to that to him anywhere ever but here so i, I hope he appreciates it but <laughs> but that's the only one who's ever heard me and nelson before except don sometimes don's sitting on the bed yeah. right here he's not gonna make a peep he's been just <laughs> i mean one of the tracks quietly. on the new lp like i was kind of like having a get together in my room like at our last house and like i was just tracking it like while hanging out with some buddies like just not even paying attention to what was going on either either part just oh yeah just and i mean those putting tracks work. made it onto the record so like i don't know i mean it's i just what point was i trying to make oh don't be too hard on yourselves and record some live drums i think it would be oh yeah i think it would be definitely good points i think it would be sweet we'll, we'll probably be even harder though it's every release we're like we're like because i don't know we're just Oh, this is what I was going to say. It's like, how do you guys still keep up with any, like, modern tech metal-y kind of stuff? Honestly, like, 
I tend to like kind of moved away from it. Devin yeah. would be on that shit. Yeah, Devin second. loves metal. A We'd be lot. driving in the van and Dev would just you I'm would just hear the blast. Curious how you bed. guys feel about the kind of like overproduced, super triggered kind of metal stuff. Well I mean for a while like it was so fresh. So like I mean It was like the norm. With what's left of her, like we all heard like the new rain like by one of Osiris and we're like blown away by that. So like that's something that we wanted to kinda try to move forward like toward. Yeah. But I don't know. It it seems like every band kind of goes for that sound now. Yeah. So it gets a little bit tiring. Yeah, it's just it weird because it's. Again. I feel like those like you're still kind of uh, utilizing the same while they've drastically improved the same recording techniques that you used back in what's left of her. Yeah. For Archon, but it's kind of like you musically. I think it could open up yeah. a lot more if you were able to yeah, we tried track to... in like a totally live environment, because I think oh, that yeah. your music would really cater to it. It would just sound like so huge because the recordings just seem so meticulous and on, on, which I mean, th- that those are good words to you guys. Probably everything's perfect. <laughs> everything's solid. But for me, it's like, I listen to the recordings and I'm thinking like, okay, I picture you guys just sitting in the room by the computer tracking. Yeah, yeah. That's what I hear in yeah. my head. It's what I'm visualizing. I'm yeah. like, it's still sick. It, it's a hundred. But it's like I want to see them live because that's what yeah. I enjoy is hearing. That's why we, we try to live. go so and we try to go as hard as we can live. We try to go ham city. Ham city. <laughs> at yeah. least, at least for myself, I've usually every show I end up tripping on something or hitting myself in some way with my guitar head or just hurting somebody on accident you need that energy on record you know and he's get to the record somehow it's hard i don't know i've had people tell me like that my live show is so much more intense than my recordings which makes sense because i suffer from the same things that you guys do to a point where i'm recording my own vocals all the time i'm always second guessing everything i'm probably deleting takes that are good and then keeping takes that sound tired because i'm just over it (laughs) but it's really hard to capture that live energy especially when you're by yourself and you don't have somebody there to be like that was good keep it or yeah. that sucks what the fuck do you think you're exactly, doing yeah. it's hard to take that critique sometimes if yeah. have to bring an outside person in but yeah. sometimes it's good because if it's the right set of ears and somebody that gives a shit about what you're doing their exactly. opinion should definitely be considered yeah i think that's kind of what i'm scared of with the whole moving to a different studio kind of thing it's like it's nice being able to have it all secretive into myself and yeah got it pretty you know, down it's like it's Nelson knows what he's doing. I don't really. It took like, me, dude. Know, it took me a really that. long time to find anybody that I would ever record with, you know, yeah. and feel yeah. comfortable with. The only person I feel comfortable recording with is Matt. I mean, yeah. the only other person I've ever recorded with was Jake, um, our old keyboardist. But um, that's sort of like where I got the inspiration for the home studio kind of thing. Yeah, Nelson and built then, his own computer. Yeah, just for the sole purpose of. I mean, I being feel able like to. it's. Being able to record yourself and having that at your fingertips is crucial. I like, I think every band should be able to self-record demos and things like that. But I also think that to balance it with working with a producer, just being able to bring somebody in every once in a while to mm-hmm. be like, hey, is this cool? Even if you just have like one or two people that you could send those secret files yeah, to just right. to get their input. Like it can yeah, make all the difference. There are certain people like I've like tossed our demos around to like different people before like um 
I've tossed a salad. Yeah. In my life before. I mean, it's cool to get, like, mixed feedback from stuff. But, uh, I don't know. Don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's really... I, I do understand, though, the, the feedback and the, like, rejection of some sorts. It's not really rejection. It's somebody telling you their opinion of what they think would make you better. And it's yeah, kind of like, yeah. fuck you, we had a guy, in a way. We had a guy who, who took our newest album and he actually cut out all the space in the, like, the spacey, ambient, and or feedback parts we had. And it cut it down to like to 22 YouTube. minutes and then put it on YouTube. It was like, here's the good version with all the parts. And it's, it is like all the like, like thought out and like what you were saying, very specific Well, that would be parts. like... But it's if you listen to it back to back, it it's so much. Well, it's, it's too much for me to listen to. I literally can't. I mean, I mean, you could probably compare it to something like Francis the Mute. Yeah, oh my God, that's that's what I that's drew. literally what I was sure. going for, which is my favorite Mars Volta album, which is rarely anyone else's. Because... Well, I think that the so actual songs that are on Francis the Mute are yeah, the best yeah. songwriting that the Mars yeah. Volta ever did. Oh, my favorite album definitely. still front to back is probably the Laos just the because Laos. it's more consistent and it's like an album front to back. Oh, yeah. But if all of Francis the Mute sounded like the song, like the songs on there are their best songs. Oh, they're yeah. Just, they're just buried. It's more of like an EP they're than an album. And, yeah. That's the problem. It, well, yeah, it's like 78 minutes with about like a half hour 50 of music. Of being, yeah, <laughs> 50 of that being weird, like car noises, which is literally what I was trying to do. I think I said that to Nelson was like, I want this to be. Or Francis the Mute. Like, I kind of wanted people to be like, why is there so much dead space here? As the same way that people reacted to Francis the Mute. And it's a little bit less than that, because even I can't bump, like, uh, Say La Vie all the way through. <laughs> That's all good. Um, I guess getting back to that YouTube guy or anything like that, I'm really curious, because I feel like I've never met anybody that's said a bad thing about you guys. Yeah, we have. <laughs> yeah, we have. Well, that's, that's what we're going to get into. Yeah. I'm just curious to the hear. Haters. Well, yeah, the, the haters. The haters because hate. everybody that I know locally, it's everybody that I know really thinks highly of you guys. Seriously. Locally, Along with really? myself. Seriously. We, we've considered that's, ourselves banned from the Pittsburgh music yeah. scene. Well, we can talk years. about this because <laughs> I'm curious to know how you feel. Like, seriously, like... We stopped maybe, paying attention, honestly. Maybe because I only fuck with cool people. I don't know. <laughs> it's just weird whenever you play in Pittsburgh and, like, nobody comes. And, like, we used to play out here a lot, and I think that was kind of the problem that we were playing too much. Too much, yeah. But, I mean... And nobody really... It's like, nobody really would yeah. come to our shows. And well, I mean, I don't think that that's... I wouldn't take that as people not liking you. I think it's just a matter of... You're right. It's, like, a, it's a weird combination, man, because as, as we get older... Like, the people that are going to hang on to what you're doing are going to get fewer and fewer because not everybody's going to want to keep going to local shows exactly, as they get yeah. into their 20s. Yeah. People start going to school. Friends start moving away. They get jobs. Some people get fucking pregnant. Some people yeah. get married. Like, it's going to get weirder and weirder. So the amount of yeah. your friend base, that shit's going to go away. You have to stop yeah. expecting we, it. We tried to keep well, that yeah. tight. Yeah, but, dude. like, the... Uh, but then just local shows in general are really, really That's rough. I mean. Like for me, it's like, I try not to play out too, too much. Yeah. And then when I do, it's like, I get one show and then I'm just messaging the fuck out of everybody that like, and just try to hope that it's the shows in a location where people are going to come and some people will come and yeah, some people yeah. won't. But I wouldn't use that as a, a gauge for, uh, it's, people not yeah, fucking with you or not. It's even that like, 
as far as local shows go, we we never have like in the past like two years got like asked to play a single local from like through, through like the the lower level like promoting. Yeah, there's uh, been a few, acts. But few times. But... It's mainly our um our booking agent Donovan Malero, who's um the drummer and the vocalist for the band Hell the Sun. Um, he's booked us since we started working with him. Solid. And <coughs> everyone goes through him actually, so we um we haven't really had to book anything pretty much ourselves we tell him um like when we were available to tour and he's been amazing he's like coolest dude ever we'd show up on days for tour and um they'd have pizza guarantees we didn't know about or something oh, cool. like that like we show yeah. up we got like fed so so much little caesars like so much <laughs> so much food we didn't even know like because we never we never read our like rider before we went to the shows or anything we just show up and be like hey we, we need the guarantee but we never knew yeah donnie's a man he got us food like mad food i had a great ham sandwich in texas yeah. El Paso's awesome. I've never been to Texas. Oh man, it's spread out. Did yeah, you spent five days there. Five days. Yeah, no, it was more like six. It was forever. Days. It was like yeah, it was crazy. We, we drove on I ten west through Texas and in, into California for like twelve hundred fifty miles over the span of a week, <laughs> just driving straight. I the same I, road. Drove. <laughs> I did ninety percent of the driving. I'd like to put in there because it hurt. You know Redline? Have you heard of like Redline, the energy drinks? Yeah. They're um they're really high they're really high powerful energy drinks and you're not like supposed to drink more than like what two a day? Yeah, like or something. You're gonna go okay, but Don Don's my energy drink dude, he's been pumping these for a while. He's just pointing me the finger, he said one per day. <laughs> I drank one because we had to drive like eight hours or something after Cali, like through um through Nevada or something. I was like, Alright, I'm gonna die, so let's just try to drive. I got a redline, I chugged the whole thing. And then in, like, a half hour later, I had to pull over to a gas station. I instantly fell asleep. So, I mean, I was that tired. It was it was killing me. Rough. I want my money back. They were, <laughs> like, $5. They are like, $5. Like $5 for that. Um, all right. Back to the back to the haters. Let's talk about this. We didn't quite get into it. I was oh, just no. telling you guys not to oh, worry no. about shows. Oh, no. But, like, why do you guys... I don't think I've ever had someone, like, actively come up to me and be like, I don't, like, like this. Or like, this I don't is think dumb. anyone does that. Well, you guys, I, I guess I, I would expect it more. I feel like you guys have a pretty decent following online. It yeah. seems. Uh, do you get any flack from people online or like? Eh. We had a specific fan a while ago. He sort of like moved away from us, but uh, he was really, really into our stuff. And like, it got to the point where we would like send him some demos like from time to time, and like he would give us like he'd be like, oh, like. That's not it, and like you, you shouldn't do this. This is. I don't direction. remember this, but don't say the name, just in case. <laughs> yeah. In case you're listening, but I. But, damn. Um, yeah, I don't know, but. I feel like the people that are hardest on us are like our closer friends. Sure. So, but I don't know. I've never seen anyone like. Talk shit though. That's good. That's good. Occasionally, the humans, I did, the I humans did, I was aren't probably just... so upset okay. that I just buried it first. Also, <laughs> so drunk, they're just like, fuck that dude. Well, no, I mean, it's it's one of those things where you could have like a thousand people say something nice about you, and then one idiot says something bad, and like that one bad thing means more. <laughs> like it kills you more than the a thousand nice things that yeah, somebody like, said. We people post, were fucking weird. Yeah, we like there. posted a video, and some guy was like, "Ooh, that's rough. Like, not good." We were like, oh, oh, okay. we're on tour jam in all the acoustic guitar centers. He's like, that one didn't go well, acoustic bad. We're like, oh, you're right. 
probably didn't. Yeah, for shit, probably didn't. Yeah, it just, was that on okay. YouTube? Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude, it was like you, Facebook or something. Yeah, like YouTube, that. or like, I don't know. YouTube's the worst. Occasionally I get people that comment on my videos, just like some hey, dumb we don't shit. Get a lot, we don't get a lot of YouTube. The wor- uh, well, I get a lot of this, but... like, uh, like, like you think you're a rapper, so-and-so would oh, burn no. you, why don't you freestyle battle? <laughs> and so it's like, do I seem where's, where's like the, the type of motherfucker that wants to freestyle battle someone? Yeah, no. But people, it, it's really hard. Just people really, really don't get it. People kind of get this. They have an idea of what hip-hop or rap is and, yeah. and anything different. It's so hard it's just, to change people's it explo- minds. It make, yeah. yeah, so. But you don't have a hard time finding, like, with people that are just like, I don't get it. Either yeah. people get it and they just... Or like awesome, or they just kind of move yeah. on. For us, it's it's know. it's a hundred percent hit or miss. Yeah, and then and we prefer it that way actually because if if you like if you listen to someone you like them you're like yeah you guys are good. That's like neutral. I would consider that neutral. I'd rather have like one genuine fan, like someone who actually like in- got something from something I wrote, than like someone who was like, oh dude, that's good music. That's good, and then like never listens to it again, or just just catalogs that as just like solid music, you know. Yeah, we 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 would take. That's why we like. We always say we have the best fans. Like if anyone like gets anything from our music, we're just that's the best. That's where it's at. Yeah, I feel so again because nothing could make it. You're I I relate to this one hundred percent because we're catering to a very specific group of people. So whenever you find those people, it's like finding you know. It's amazing. It's, it's like amazing. it's like the They're toy in cool the cereal box. They're always so cool. They're always like. It's weird, though, because, like, I always try, like, when I'm writing music, I always try to make it as universal as possible, like, with the least amount of things that would make someone go, like, oh, I can pick this apart really quickly, you know, like, I don't know, and <laughs> I guess it doesn't come across like that, but... I just I just love people who, like, on this last tour we had, um, we did have people to come out specifically see us, like, sometimes in our shirts and shit, and that was amazing to see, like, on the West Coast where we've never been, and, like, somewhere's completely new, and then... Even people offered us uh, like random houses to stay, and they're always the chillest people. Like sure, yeah, and that's always the coolest part too. Is like you never realize like beforehand, but like the music that like you make like attracts people of the same kind of of the same mind. Yeah, Yeah. of the same. Yeah, so many people that are like just like us, like in different places. Like the same artists. Yeah, like Pittsburgh version. Again, you can just pick up right there with someone like just from you know writing music in your bedroom and it's kind of a ridiculous thought to me so yeah well totally it makes sense because you're writing music for yourselves you're not writing music for other people you're not out there chasing the top hits yeah or you know you're writing music that's inspired off the shit you like and like socially you're not like super concerned with Especially instrumental. Yeah yeah yeah, that's another yeah well I got I got I did like a a written interview at and this dude had like the greatest question ever. He was like, "Is it? Do you find it weird that people don't listen more to instrumental music, even though it's been around since Beethoven and stuff like that?" And that's like the start of music. Like all music at its base is instrumental. Yeah. Like vocals were added later, just because we're humans and we love to hear ourselves talk. And just it's a different. <laughs> it's, a di- it's a different way. Honestly, it's more you could connect a lot more. It's so much easier to connect with with vocals. Oh yeah. And it's, um, that's why we, our themes are always, like, real vague, like, real vague, because we want someone to just think of something, like, to themselves. Sure. And then just attach on that, and then they can get their own meaning, because we, we get our own meaning from when we write, 
like we know why we all write or why we'll chord something that like write a certain structure of a song but it's it's different from each person and that, that's why i like instrumental music specifically yeah i've even noticed that like the way that you've um marketed the stuff visually has been very vague just kind of like abstract photos something really simple yeah. you've kind of stuck with this theme so getting into your project that you're talking about doing with the videos are you gonna try to keep it abstract as well it's gonna be very yeah, it's gonna be i'm sure it's gonna be like a learning process as well because yeah. this is something that's completely yeah, new for you yeah, it's the first time i'll be shooting anything serious like or um, shooting or editing anything that serious but um definitely got the tools and i uh, it's, it's in here I'm pointing to my head. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's in my head. I just gotta. I know I can. Like if I know I can do something, it's that's having the tools is the hardest part. And um, I have a solid idea. I, I'll give you a hint. It's about acid. Devin's Devin's the main actor. All right. Okay. And he's gonna eat some acid. And is this a hint, or are you happen. telling me the whole story? No, that's all I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> okay. Is that he's gonna be in a bathtub and he's gonna eat some acid. That's it. Two things: bathtub, acid. And then we're gonna go from there. I, I have it all written out, but um. It's going to be, I'm going to shoot in black and white on a 50 millimeter lens, and then we'll see what we can do. Sweet. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, musically, anything new in the works? I mean, you guys said you put out that LP a few months ago. Yeah. But um, I, it seems like you guys never stop writing. It's written. It's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, we've been working on some new stuff. I don't know what our plan is for it yet. EP. We want to do an EP. We don't know, <laughs> like, when or how soon. Um know probably after we do a couple videos yeah and then we'll um, we'll start delving into the recording process and hopefully we'll have some cash so we get a nice <laughs> studio get brian some real drums yeah i just want to hear these drums but if only if only hear these drums if only if only i want to hear these live drums but, uh, dude we yeah devin's one of the one of the best musicians i've had the honor of playing with and he, yeah um, he's sick isn't he? he just graduated from westminster for um drum performance and now he works at a music shop actually Kind of like an off-brand gets a Brighton Music Center. Okay. And like he came over yesterday wearing like his work shirt. He said he's like the drum guy. So that's like, that's fucking awesome. Like I'd like to be like the guitar guy at Guitar Center. Yeah, that'd be and Just cool. being like that. I, I feel like I'd be too real for people. I'd be like, buy this Telecaster, dude. Like, <laughs> buy this really cheap modern player. Okay, <laughs> so are, is there any like stuff on the side that you guys are working on individually maybe? Because I'm curious if like, you ever get burned out on writing shit that's just so like? It, we always have to. Yeah! Sometimes, we like, have like to do you ever just want to just like? I, I have to force myself. Like, like just like back it off and like do like some like just like solid, just like some rock, like some coheed or yeah. some circus survive yeah. type Ryan shit. Ryan had a side project called Brethren. I remember we, that. Yeah. yeah, that was I loved Brethren so much. And uh, Ryan's actually I think sitting it, at our house right now. With <laughs> With or, some beer. Is it, like, hard yeah. for you now to write stuff that's simpler because you just feel like it's natural for you to go off into this, like, crazy space? Nah, I still like jamming chords. Whenever I start writing, like, anything, I'm all, like, my first thought is always, like, be patient with this song. Like, take it slow. I try to do and the And it never opposite. works. <laughs> it's always, like, 100 miles an hour, like, bar one through eight is, like, the whole idea of a riff. And then, like by bar 13 it's already repeating like the first riff like i don't know so you just have a hard time like i, I try to be patient with my songwriting but it doesn't happen me, very often yeah me and my friend dex who played guitar to send the fallen when i was doing that we've been working on a side project on and off for 
a while. And he still struggles with this thing where, like, he's always trying to, like, sweep and do all this stuff. And it's like, motherfucker, just riff. Back it <laughs> off a bit. Like, let's oh, just, like, let's just, like, yeah. jam. Like, it doesn't have to be all, like, let's just put some, like, simple chords in there. Just let them ring out. And, you yeah. know, like, give everything else some room to breathe every yeah. once in a while. And he's just, like, this seems too simple. Like, this, there needs to be more to this. And it's, like, some... Motherfucker, like, listen to the radio. Sometimes songs can be simple <laughs> and still good. Like, yeah. balance it out. So, I'm just curious definitely. how you guys feel about things like that. I mean, I definitely always try to... It's like, it's like a weird, like, pooling at both ends. Like, I want to make it, like, calm and patient, but at the same time, like, the whole idea is to, like, you know, make this thing that, like, I can't eat, like... You want it to be, like, technically impressive. Nah, Pop's amazing, though. You gotta give Pop its credit, like... Oh, sure. Like, it's so, like, I mean, it's, I just, it's a different spectrum. Pop. It's so catchy that, like, I, I at least try to write, like, with enough melody to where if you just, like, repeated a bar that it would be, like, poppy or catchy or something like that within, within like, everything else going around, but... I never so. try to, like, make my music, like, technically impressive, more just, like, confusing. And like okay. That's my main goal usually is okay. like confusion and I love Lana Del Rey. Yeah. She's fantastic. Yeah, she's pretty good. She's she's so beautiful. And yeah. If she's listening. I will buy her things. If if she's listening, I wanna I wanna get do an episode with you. Lana. <laughs> and I'm gonna be there, okay? With some things and presents, chocolates, body waxes, stuff. Alright, but yeah. And I don't think she wants all that. I, uh, we don't know, so that's why I'm no, gonna be prepared. No, no. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I feel like I know her pretty intimately. I've listened to the albums enough. Oh yeah, oh, dude. Like she's so she's so good. Her voice is just and that's that's like pop that I love. She's like, miserable. She's like every she's, bad relationship I've like ever me. been in. She's so good. Anyone who just yearns for death as much as we do is just you got a spot in the heart. You got a spot. In the heart. <laughs> it's, it's, a deep, it's a deep spot. But that's how like. Pop can be like genuinely like I legitimately love her like not even like joking around but that's that's like people who would hear our music might assume we don't listen to anything like standard or like on the radio or, or like MTV or anything like that and um, all all good music is good music totally it's just like that's, that's what do you think you is like say. the most like, unexpected thing that you guys listen that to that was mine honestly <laughs> that's yours that's, that's why I popped that um, out there I don't know. It's a hard come back to me in a couple minutes with that one. Wait, I could okay. pick for Nelson. <laughs> well, what is hey, it? If you could rephrase it to the most embarrassing thing Nelson listens to, what would it be? Probably uh, Sleeping with Sirens. He loves time Sleeping time. with Sirens. That's cool, man. They're catchy. It, it's though? a guilty pleasure. <laughs> Ryan's no, being nice because he I, uh, has to do this podcast with you. No, I, I, I like I the... Uh, okay. Turn it up. I like that first Sleeping with Sirens album. Yeah, I know, right? It's so That's a good catchy. album. So catchy. Yeah. You can't no, and I've and the thing is, is I saw them live too a couple times, and they fucking brought it. Yeah, I saw them once. They were and cool. like, yeah, they were. I was disappointed because Skyt's airplane was what I was. Gonna it was the yeah, drop. I was at that show too. Yeah, I was like, uh, it was right before that I said they were like, oh, by the way, Skyt's airplane isn't playing. <laughs> and I was like, well, shit, what? <laughs> fucking weird. Travis Orban's playing in Darkest Hour now, not he, doing anything really? exciting. Yeah, he's. He played drums on their new album. He's touring with them. He's a member. He's in the video and everything. Is he like chopping it up or <laughs> no. open open hand and still? No, or? it's not very exciting. It's really weird. Wow. You I, I would have never known unless somebody told me. I'm sure he's making bank, hmm. but like, yeah, it's not. Huh. 
That's odd. Not techy at all. Yeah. I mean, maybe some like a, 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 a nice little fill here and there. <laughs> but like in the video, it seemed like his set was set up like a standard kit. Like uh, he didn't have huh. like his kind of like trademark setup yeah. going. And I don't know. That's odd. I'll have to look into that. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. I used to like Darkest Hour a little bit when I was younger. I'm doing Ruin. Yeah, dude, that album was great. Yeah, they, they got really, really weird. They're definitely like getting more mainstreamy. There's a lot of like clean vocals and less thrashiness. Hmm. and what they're doing they're not I mean, bad songs honestly they it's like they're going they sound like a very heavy thrice thrice which thrice like <laughs> like artist, artist in the, the ambulance, ambulance thrice <laughs> not like Jinx. not like beggars or major minor thrice not like later thrice that makes me excited then it, it's good it's they're not bad songs but it's so weird to listen to it and be like, oh, this is Darkest Hour. This makes me feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're that nostalgia piece for us. It's kind of like... Yeah, we yeah. hate ruining our nostalgia and almost all of it is gone at this point. So the last like little bits we try to hold near and dear. Like Old Willow, for example. Always. Yeah. I, that's not, some nostalgia tied in we there. can't not love what we used to do and still do today. We can't. Yeah, what's left of her was it. awesome. I had a... That was a lot, a lot of fun. Looking right. back, well, like, I'm surprised none of us died. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. sort of, like, went from place to place, like... We, we said that every no, day on tour, too. No idea just, like, what was going on. Just It was miraculous. We never got pulled over the the once this last tour. And we kept it... We kept the smoky 48 states. So we, <laughs> we, we were blazing through the country, li Literally. Or figuratively, actually. We got all sorts of scared. We were these, figuratively like, blazing through the country. And there were checkpoints there we was had like to cross. There were immigration checkpoints in and like agriculture southern Texas. Ones, yeah. Weird. So, like, we were all scared, but, like... Every, like, every checkpoint we had this massive band freak out. We were like, God damn, how do we get the, the blank, because I'm not going to say it, over the border? And then we were like, Devin would come up with crazy ideas. He's like, well, if we get a peanut butter jar and 12 baggies... And then we just, we go from here. And this was like every day, and we're just like, we never got pulled over once. I mean, the worst that happened was our brake line went. Which is pretty bad, but like... Well, that's not like a legal issue. It was issue. nothing copy. And then we got to Denver, and I don't know if you've ever been to a legal weed shop, but it's it's like sheets. No, man, I haven't it. been to a legal weed shop. It's not it's the like, same. I don't even... Yeah. <laughs> 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 With a buddy or something, you walk in, it's, it's, you're curious, you walk in, you go in, it's like sheets, dude. There's like a touchscreen Mac... And you like order it. Really? Yes. Yeah. And it prints you out a slip like sheets with your order on it. They stole this technology from sheets. <laughs> you go to the cashier. You're just some chill dude working back there with all the cookies and the, the edibles and everything. And then he, he fills it and you go on your way. That's really weird. It was so, it was weird. very surreal. It was, was it expensive? From, it, no, was it was much cheap. cheaper. Wow. Jesus Christ. Okay. So much cheaper. We came home and we're like, we were glad to be home and stuff. And then we were like, all right, oh my God, these prices. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. It was bad, but but um it was so surreal to, um for all of us specifically. But <laughs> just cuz we we were bored all day in Colorado. We like we drove all night for the thrill of the chase. We were like Colorado's next. And I don't like driving through mountains. I just like to put that. Yeah, words. at one point in the morning going into Colorado, we were like at like 9,000 feet and it was like the foggiest so foggy. Uh, like, so you bad. couldn't see probably 10 feet in front of you I'm trying to go like, uphill in our 96 econoline like so bad 
It was terrifying. I definitely thought we were going to hit something in front of us. Oh, there's there's so many times of that. There was like... Again, you made it, though. Yeah, we did. We're home in one piece, kind of. Well, is there anything else that you want to put on record that I may have not gotten to? I love you. I love you. I love you more. I love you guys, too. (laughs) Brian loves me more because he gave me the chair. Yeah. Well, actually... Ninja Turtles. Treasure chest? What is that? Yeah. You're the man. Did you see the new... I I do have to ask you. Did you see the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie? Yes, I did, AJ. What do you feel about that? Because I... I'm a fan of film, you're a fan of film, and I know you love the Turtles. And I know I, mean, I hate Michael Bay, so you go. Well, okay, a couple things. Michael Bay only paid to get it made. Oh. He didn't direct it. Really? He did a little bit with the screenplay, but not much. Put some explosions in? Maybe? Okay, this is the thing. Alright, it's a Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah. So what the fuck is anybody This could be ridiculous, yes. But, okay, like, but plot, I like the Ninja Turtles movie. I like the Ninja Turtles. It's fucking obvious that I like the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> But the movie didn't offend me. I watched it. I took it for what it was. I had fun. I laughed. I enjoyed the fight That's scenes. Good. That's good. I thought it was good. Nice, nice. Some people want to pick it apart. I say grow up. I was and most, learn how to be a little kid I again. I was most worried about how you like literally when I heard they were doing a remake. I was like, oh shit, <sighs> Brian's gonna judge that one. <laughs> I was, pass, I was actually, I was really, really. Solid. Whenever they announced it. I was very calm. I decided I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna say anything about it until they released a trailer. I oh, didn't. Yeah, yeah. I didn't read up on it. I didn't go crazy. People would post links to my Facebook wall. I didn't open them. I didn't want to know okay. shit. <laughs> what? Not recording. We're recording. We're recording. Ah. Okay. <laughs> this happens all the time in the studio. No. No, but you know, I just ignored everything until a trailer was released. Saw the trailer. I was like, you know what? That looks pretty cool. And then it came out, and I saw it, and I was like, "That was all right." Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not the I best thing in the world, now. but it was fun. The fight scenes on. are awesome. It's fun. It's fun. I'm gonna. I, I will see it. Just now. you know, that's the I thing. I keep telling everybody. Just it's not fucking Schindler's List. <laughs> it's the Ninja Turtles. It's, it's not gonna, 2001. Space it's <laughs> not gonna make sense. It's the Ninja Turtles. It's not supposed to. Just suspend your disbelief <laughs> for a fucking hour and a half and watch a movie that's made for five-year-olds <laughs> let go of the expectations yeah i think that's just a good solid advice for that's a good solid advice for everything in life just and let go of your expectations whole, we should close altogether. on that we should close on that yeah because like, that's a that's a solid so, closing point thing. damn yeah. expect nothing damn, we got it in man. yeah expect nothing and you'll have everything there we go boom Glad yay to. thanks for coming over thank cool. you sir. thanks for having us thank you man that's so good chilling thank you Thanks. <laughs> Don said something. Yeah. Say it louder, Don. <laughs> Say it louder. And that is all, folks. I really hope you enjoyed the conversation. AJ and Nelson, Sam, Devin, Save Us from the Archon, all of them, insane talent. Really cool. It's a bummer that the other two couldn't have been on. I could have talk to everybody as a group but you know AJ and Nelson as a pair is plenty enough to handle so I hope you enjoyed the conversation and if you aren't familiar with Save Us From The Archon please do yourself a favor and go check out their music because it's it's a fucking force to be reckoned with I could tell you that and uh yeah I guess that's all I really have to say for this week but I will be back next week with another episode so be sure to come back If you like what I'm doing, and I hope you do. 
I am Sykes. Start the beat. 2014. Woo! Woo! Thanks for listening.